1: Well, so
3: my recommendation is that anyone attempting to leave the mountain should be shot on sight.
4: Hello, good, just into afternoon, and welcome to Gatecast episode 98. God, have we actually got that fur?
0: We have, isn't it amazing? They said it would never last. Hiya, folks. We're recording a bit later than we usually do, because you might notice I tweeted earlier in the week, and Alan made a liar of me.
4: <laughs> oh, yes, it's all my fault. I was just, I was knackered I was. He had a holiday and he came back worse than he actually spent off.
0: No, work was just Blair, Blair. Yeah. But we're back. And of course, this won't affect our release schedule one bit at all.
4: No, because Mike is a tireless editor. One episode a week. Indeed.
0: Thankfully. Don't know how all the people do two or three episodes a week.
4: Because they're crazy or because they are part of the evil empire.
0: <laughs> That's it. I have a separate entity to do all the uh, producing of the podcast. That makes life much easier. You just turn up and talk. <laughs> hey, Alan. Hmm?
4: Yes, yes I do Separate <laughs> entity happens to be here Be that as it may Are you a fan of science fiction and fantasy? Do you enjoy genre television and comic books? Then you should be listening to the Sci-Fi Dig podcast Found at Sci-FiDig.com Where every week I discuss an episode of genre television Sci-Fi Dig, it's not just a podcast It's a community Sci-FiDig.com Desperate Measures Interesting. I've just read the teaser, and there's only one word. There's only one actual spoken word in the entire teaser. Is there? It? Yeah, it's just homeless man going, ninjas. In the Russian bit beforehand. No words indicated in the transcript.
0: Mm. I'm sure Russian scene begins the episode.
4: Okay, driving past and you out and converse in Russian. Right. The obviously, didn't bother to type it up. No English words are spoken except ninjas. Interesting enough. Our episode 98 is technically uh, Stargate's episode 99, because in syndication children of the gods was split which is why next week's episode is the one with Charlie Sheen it is Charlie isn't it I'm sorry my mind's
0: just gone blank what do you mean Charlie Sheen one
4: whole extreme who was the guy playing the Jack character
0: pretty sure I want Charlie Sheen okay fair enough it'd be interesting if it were Charlie Sheen especially in current circumstances. it would be very interesting he wouldn't wait uh, eight years before, or even four years before he kissed Sam that's for damn sure <laughs> you'd have to fight him off pull him off get her off <laughs>
4: <laughs> Pull off, eh?
0: yeah that's going to be edited out don't worry about that
4: <laughs> yeah you say that and then I listen I find it's not <laughs> or I get told it hasn't been
0: Come
4: an update to our 100th episode prize draw there's still plenty of time to get
0: your email entry in before we make the draw on the eve of the episode's release there are plenty of you out there who listen and have not entered yet if you listen to the podcast you can enter so simply send us an email to gatecastpodcast at gmail.com with 100th episode in the subject and you are in the draw for the Amazon gift certificate. Good luck.
4: Come try We've only got two episodes of Sanctuary left on the schedule that watch are showing it. Is
0: that the season just gone then?
4: Yeah, the one that they split with them dying at the uh, end of episode 10. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, the episode we just watched had uh, time dilation. What was that one that Did we watch one after it? I think we looked at one last time. I'm trying to remember what it bloody was. It's like you said, but Sanctuary, you watch it, and then it's sort of a, oh yeah. The one we just watched was uh, the altered reality one. Yes. Came out to know where that one did, didn't it? It's a sci fi trope. We get our principles because I was kind of hoping you'd see Big Guy without makeup. You <laughs> know what he looks like. Magnus is an artist with a cat. With the hair completely gone and sort of in bright sunlight, which is not something you see him in very often. He looks almost elven. He's got sort of pointy ears. And they're really sticky. Yeah. I mean, he's kind of freakish. Like, he looks like an abnormal and he's supposedly human.
0: His best role is still Todd the Wraith.
4: That was good. He
0: gets around. You know, his physical appearance and certainly his voice pops up all over the place.
4: He's probably just happy to play Todd because Todd had hair.
0: <laughs> anyway, you a badass in Supernatural.
4: I haven't seen most of season five. And yes, I know season six is out soon. But I'll still be doing my uh, general principle. I. I won't watch the last episode of season five until I have season six in my hand. Anyway, I has tweeted. So I suppose I should hit the minimise button. Pop up the damn, did right, the wobbly thing. Okay, line is duly cocked. Yep, he's ready to go. Three, two, one. Clicky. Roar. Fading on. Yes, Ooh. of course. You know it's Russian because you light a cigarette.
0: Yeah, that seems to be a stereotype, doesn't it?
4: Going back to war games.
0: Yeah, it really ends well for the character who's smoking
4: either. Oh, well, it's like that. I mean, was that Pierce Brosnan's first bond? This guy lighting a cigarette um, comes up and punches him. Says, don't you know that's bad for you? <laughs>
0: Oh, don't you love the writing in Bond
4: movies?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Come on, lad. Obviously never watched many films as he's growing up. Mysterious roadblock in the middle of the countryside. Mm. I don't trust him one bit. Look at that tash. I suspect that is. It's a 70s porn tash. You really think he should have a smoke jacket on and a monocle or something?
4: I didn't bother with subtitles, I wonder why. Maybe that's why the uh So the other guy gets out of the truck? How dumb is he? He needs a fag. He's overweight too. Yeah. (coughs) Ooh.
0: Yeah, probably should have stayed. It's jumping out everywhere. That's brutal. (laughs) Is this Stargate watching? And Band of Brothers or something?
4: I mean, why not just chuck a grenade
0: in? Well, perhaps they want something in the truck. Although they've just riddled it with bullets.
4: Although, in fairness, he was sort of firing upwards, so they might have gone into the back of the truck. Yeah.
0: This guy's cool as a cucumber. Yeah. Ah.
4: The Gazette. It's
0: <laughs> probably out of business by now. That's probably, that's another college, isn't it? No, that's actually a health club. Hmm. North Vancouver Health Club.
4: Yes, oh, that's a nice vehicle.
0: Oh, yeah, it's the one she had in the previous episode. That's our Sam. Yep. Taking pointers from Jack. Unfortunately, there are three of them. Mm.
4: <laughs> <laughs> nice hambrick. <laughs> and the final word to end, the teaser. Ninjas. <laughs> yes. Ninjas.
0: Ninjas. <laughs> All that you said earlier, one spoken English word in the entire teaser.
4: Hmm. And that were four minutes. That shot passed.
0: <laughs> okay, Desperate Measures. First, third uh, September 7th, 2001. Shares its name with episodes of Doctor Who, Walker, Texas Ranger, Blue Murder. Quite a few episodes, actually.
4: And our man who's alternating with Peter on this disc, William Garrity, and written by the, uh, how the hell did they write so many episodes, team?
0: That's what they were paid to do. So that's that's all they did. Actually, you're going to work, love, what are you go into work. Look what you can do. I'm going to sit
4: in the office and write. Oh, good lad. And who's a noosa, team I'm getting paid well for this. I wonder if they get residuals. I'm sure they do. Uh, and we're here. Yes.
0: Lots of Bob wire. You sure? Mm, I don't think so.
4: Jack being Jack, sitting on the table.
0: Got a nice comfy chairs dotting about Could use one.
1: Major Carter got into her car and left around 8.30 Saturday morning. It's over 48 hours.
4: Ah,
0: so two days have gone past. Mm.
4: So Jack has a vertical, that's a very sharply delineated vertical line between his eyebrows, isn't
0: it? Well, he's been worrying. He's probably been rubbing the pencil up and down his his nose or something. We have no
1: jurisdiction outside this facility, Colonel. I know we can still look
4: him. it. It looks like someone's wearing a Jack mask which doesn't quite fit. <laughs> and that photo you posted, they both look well. I'm assuming that's pre-SGU, because Jack doesn't look chubby. Oh, well, that's
0: very definitely pre-SGU.
4: Although, have you seen Amanda Tapping's current IMDb photo? No, I haven't. Have a look at it. Okay. She looks bloody well for 46. <sighs> By the time this episode comes out, I think it will be Amanda's 46th birthday. Born 28th of August.
0: i say this is a ominous shot. The pullback and the two... White coated scientists.
1: Good morning, Andrew.
2: What's going on? Where am I?
1: In a hospital. What What happened? We just need to run a few tests.
2: What tests? Why am I restrained? Oh, stop! No!
4: Stuffed
0: toy, bead seat,
4: goodly toy, toaster, (laughs) blender. The
0: generation game or something.
4: Yes. Thank you for picking up where I was going with <laughs> that.
1: Trust a man with feet that big. Hi hey there. Hmm. Go away. This is my stuff. <laughs> I just want to ask you a couple questions. You got a dollar? Here's two.
4: Thanks.
0: Generous. <laughs> That's it. I'm off now. Thank you.
4: What did he get? What did he give him?
1: Two dollars. Huh. Hmm. I gave you two oh, dollars.
4: I thought you were just being
1: generous. <laughs> How generous do I have to get?
0: You're gonna lose this one, Jack.
4: More money. Hmm. Yeah.
1: You're a cop. Air Force, Colonel Jack O'Neill.
3: I oh, was in Nam.
1: Yeah.
4: What company? Yes vacation vacation. i I think the idea was you get the impression he's a vietnam vet but he's not
1: um a friend of mine disappeared from
3: around here on saturday morning woman about five nine-ish blonde you wouldn't believe me if i told you he might why not well i'm just a crazy old guy with a shopping cart full of cans
1: I'm just a cynical Air Force
0: guy with a closet full of National Geographic. This is Frank C. Turner, Canadian actor, been in Supernatural 2012, actually quite active actor.
1: What do you know? She was feisty.
0: Feisty? Yeah, feisty.
1: <laughs> with whom?
3: Ninjas. Three, maybe four? Happened fast. They pulled up in a white
4: van, grabbed her. At what point, by the way, can the Appalachian spry be accurately applied to one? I'm not sure. When you go from feisty to spray, I suppose it's past 60.
0: They actually changed the magazines from Playboys to National Geographic, just a note from the studio. Okay. I suppose in the early days, though, National Geographic Thanks. was one of the few places you'd see topless women.
4: Yeah, topless native women. Yeah, going back almost to the woodcut days. <laughs> you know, anytime a new form of entertainment comes out, the first people to pounce on it and develop it are porn. Porn bringing you new technology since the 1600s. B-Movie message boards?
0: Well, he is trying to get in touch with Mayborn. Hmm.
1: Don't get it. NID agents use these sites to post coded messages. If I know Mayborn, he's keeping tabs on his old buddies. Okay, what kind of message you want to send? Make it Hutch. We need to talk. Sign it Starsky.
0: I like that. Coded message from Hutch to Starsky on message boards. We've got the two doctors. They're not actually named as characters, but one's played by Andrew Johnson, the other by Ted Cole. Fortunately, I don't know which is which.
1: We got the first blood tests back. You're going to want to see this. We found an unusual protein marker as well as traces of an unidentified heavy metal. What do you mean, unidentified? Nothing I've ever seen before. we better double-check these results with the lab in Phoenix. Oh, hold on, sir. She's strong. I gave her enough chloral hydrate to put down a man twice her size.
0: I assume that stunt woman.
4: Homeless man's not named either. He's just homeless. Yes. The transcripts has Doctor Hashtag One and Doctor Hashtag Two.
0: You'd think they'd just give him a name, don't you, really?
4: That's a very shiny truck. That's been polished to within an inch of its book caps.
0: It is within character.
4: It's not even a covered bed.
0: Now to see Jack keeps his word.
4: Yes. And of course the only thing about National Geographic magazines is you don't even need to show them, they're just yellow. Well <laughs> oh, Jack does Hey Born. Well
3: oh, hurry. Hi Jack. Don't turn
0: around. Oh come on. He's gonna turn around. <laughs> he looks like he's uh, lost a bit of weight since we last seen him.
4: Yeah, well, Tropical Paradise must agree with him.
1: Where you been? never write you don't call
3: I have a gun so do I I'm just trying to protect you I'm a wanted criminal it's your duty to arrest me and all always thinking of the other guy yes <laughs> I played a lot of hide and seek as a kid it's funny I could always find anyone anywhere but they could never find me
4: because they didn't want to <laughs> a little krill from jack yes
0: it is And <laughs> <laughs> he brushes it off he doesn't even give it a pause
4: <laughs> really
1: a bunch of guys in a van took her out of this lot about four days ago figured it might be some of your old friends
3: <sighs> not the word I'd use for him.
0: Yeah, that seems a bit of a surprise you to know? him hmm. that someone so well informed sorry these pair work so well together <laughs> you didn't come back into
1: this country and risk execution just to see me
3: God knows I can think of a hundred reasons why the NID might want Major Carter. But I swear to you, I don't know where she is or why she was taken. Why don't you ask the NID? She thanks. I hadn't thought of that. Try user 4574. What does that mean? Wish I could stay in chat. Harry,
1: we're talking about Carter here.
3: I know. I'm oh, sorry, Jack. I really am. You know how this game is played and the kind of people who play it. You've got to prepare yourself for the possibility that you may not be coming back.
0: In the commentary, William Geraghty, a.k.a. Bill, was saying that he had a different idea for Tom McBeath to play this scene, but eventually he ended up going Tom's way because obviously he knows the character
4: better. <laughs> he didn't write the bloody character.
0: I imagine how the character is written is slightly different to how it ends up being played on screen.
4: Well, did Joe and Paul write all the Mayborn episodes?
0: No, because Mayborn was a character earlier on before they even joined, wasn't he? You're
4: the research monkey.
0: He's given him the ID code for uh, Simmons, I believe it was. And we have Dolores, the assistant, played by Tammy Pentecost. That's an unfortunate
4: handle. Cracking name, isn't it? <laughs> Pissed is the word. Oh. Hello, Q. It happens when you keep someone waiting two hours. Come on, he's always going to be known to sci-fi people as Q. Probably. No matter what he does subsequently. Well, it's either that or the...
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be Q, isn't it?
4: (laughs) Well, no, what I was thinking was, I can't remember the character name, but I do remember the action. He was in the dead zone, and he held a baby up in front of him when uh, Christopher Hawkins' character pointed a rifle at him. Oh, the movie. Yeah, probably his first major start. John DeLance. There you go. Thank you, Brian. I'll probably miss his surname.
1: You know, I was uh, just recently reading about Major Carter's disappearance. I couldn't help but wonder whether glowing aliens had something to do
0: you can't trust him. Jack knows you can't trust him. He knows Jack doesn't trust him.
4: He's about as trustworthy as Jack and
1: If I have to, I'll spend the rest of my life in this building getting to the bottom of all this and how it ties to you. Why are you so convinced I have something to do with this? A reliable source told me. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I got a bit of response I mean, from what him. What are referring to, Colonel? And are you telling me that you're trusting a convicted traitor? More than you at the moment. Look, your opinion of me and this organization has been tainted by the actions of the very man you're talking about. I doubt very much he was acting alone. The NID is a legitimate organization financed by this government, which has been duly elected by the people of this country. Damn, that has a familiar ring to it. Our mandate is clear, Colonel. I'm a simple man. Explain it. Yeah, to that him. speaks volumes, really, what he thinks of you, Simmons. <laughs> We provide vital civilian oversight of top-secret military operations.
4: Legitimate organisation. Well, technically it is.
1: It's an oversight committee. <laughs>
4: yeah, and who oversights the MID?
1: Well, that's what Jack points out. And I admit there have been some minor indiscretions in the past, perpetrated by a few renegade individuals, but they've been exposed and they will be brought to justice, with or without your help. Mayborn is pointing a finger at you. Yeah. Well, has it ever occurred to you that maybe Mayborn is trying to mask his own involvement? I'd need some convincing. Well, we recently traced a deposit made into one of Mayborn's offshore bank accounts. The transfer took place from a numbered company on the Cayman Islands.
4: You've got to love those renegade individuals. <laughs> mm-hmm. Convenient. Uh, but Jack's done enough black ops to know <laughs> what renegade individual means. Yes. <laughs> you know, junior attaché without portfolio. Is that yellow lump, Canada? They filmed this in one of the production offices or is this someone's postal geography teacher?
0: I wouldn't know. Since they were filming on location for the hospital, I imagine they just, you know, dressed up a room. Mm. Like I say, the Quangos and the Oversight Committees have their own budgets, their own internal stuff. I work for a Quango. No paper trail.
4: Well, clearly there is a paper trail, because there's paper. Yeah, so they're watching you, Sam. Yes, don't you wish that... <laughs> oh, clever girl. Yeah, but uh, seriously, for a start off, she's using the blunt side to saw sharp sides to the other side, Sam. I bet it works, though. Well, of course it works, it's a trope. <laughs> That's not an angle we've seen this room from before. That kind of track shot in.
0: Well, it's something they always cover in the commentaries. How do you shoot this room when it's seen so many times?
4: Mm.
1: He made a couple hundred million in something called fiber optic host channel adapters and then had the good sense to diversify before the tech market bottomed out. Now he's into everything from shipyards to sportswear factories. What is his connection to Mayborn? was well, not it pretty common for ex-spies to sell information to the private sector?
4: And there's our bad guy. Or oh, is he? Come on, Zetatron Industries? Adrian (laughs) Conrad.
0: What, should he name his company like something more pleasant, like a fruit, and then go on to World Domination?
4: Or he could call it Google.
0: (laughs) Uh, That is uh, Adrian Conrad. He's played by Bill Marchant. Really not much to go on.
1: The only other thing I can tell you is who authorised the payment. Her name is Diana Mendez. She was Conrad's assistant and the last person known to have seen him.
4: You know what he doesn't say alive?
0: Well, that's it. It's unusual for a global company CEO to disappear for six months.
4: When was the last time you saw Bill Gates in public? Me personally, never. You know what I mean.
2: How did you get in here?
3: Well, the ability to sneak around was an important prerequisite of my former occupation. What do you want? To know about the disappearance of an Air Force major. I
2: have no idea what you're talking about.
3: Then maybe I should talk to your boss.
2: He's unavailable.
3: You know, the other prerequisite of my former occupation was an absence of moral conscience.
4: You don't really want to make him angry? Don't make him angry. Oh, God. One of the Irish channels showed the Ang Lee Hulk last night. Oh, dear. Yes, we'd like to pretend it didn't happen.
0: I was thinking of the Stan Lee and Eureka don't make me angry speech. You haven't seen that yet.
3: No, I haven't seen that yet. (laughs) I have very good reasons to believe it wasn't a
0: coincidence.
2: I'm sure Adrian wouldn't be involved in anything like that.
0: Have to be careful, love. He's probably loaded that while you weren't watching. (laughs) Did he tell you what you were buying for?
2: Something valued at $10 million by a renegade faction of Russian military intelligence. Less your cut, of course.
4: This looks like it's being Botoxed. It does a little, doesn't it? I'm
3: surprised. I thought you two had a very close working relationship.
0: Diana Mendez, played by Carrie Genzel. Been in the castle... The movie Jennifer's Body, the Flash Gordon series. The hmm. less said about that, the better. Just how far would your loyalty go then?
2: You're lying. Maybe. You made your deposit and you got paid. As far as I'm concerned, our association
4: is finished. He seems to be eating a little nuts on the, Are they little nuts or mints or what? I imagine the little sweeties. You do my job and I don't ask questions. That's a very nasty approach to things. Sometimes you do
0: have to ask questions to be able to do your job. Little homage from the Godfather Part 2. The pointing the little cannon at the woman behind the desk to emphasize what he's capable of. See everybody's happy. Indeed. For now.
3: Harry? Oh, Jesus, Jack, you're stealing my routine.
1: Consider it an homage.
3: What's up, Jack? Thought we trusted each other.
1: See, so he sneaked
0: into this probably high security office building by driving into the underground car park. Nicely shot. Now, that Mm. took some buffing up for that goal to get that reflection in.
4: Well, I noted Jack's truck was very shiny.
0: I think that's what he's been doing while he's been waiting for Harry, buffing Harry's truck up.
4: Yeah. So, Sam, mostly what we want you to do in this episode is lie there with your eyes closed. Can you manage that? Okay. Yes. (laughs) Do I still get paid? Oh, yes. She hasn't actually had a line yet, and I note the uh, thing is not... If she actually gripped the scalpel like that, she'd slice her hand up. (laughs) I'm modelling noise, which are basically the same thing. They're quite sharp.
0: You're evil scientist, dude. I do.
4: You know, he, he looks the kind of guy who would do inappropriate things when she was him. unconscious. He looks like the kind of guy who already did do inappropriate things when she was <laughs> unconscious. Especially guilt on his face. I'd like to ask you a few questions. You yeah. know?
0: Yeah. Name, rank, zero number, Sam. I don't know if I mentioned what a thrill this
4: is for me. Uh, it's all for the good of the country. I mean, I wish we didn't have to do it under these conditions,
1: but given the circumstances.
0: And his career. He's already envisioning the papers he'll write and the Nobel Prize. You're a very unique
1: individual. You may well hold the key to the future of medical science.
2: You made a big mistake.
1: We know what happened to you. We know that you were the host of an alien symbiote.
2: I'm a physicist.
0: Hmm. And he doesn't like that, does he?
1: No, indeed, did not.
2: I studied deep space radar telemetry.
1: Please, Major. Don't waste my time with that ridiculous cover story. So she was lying all along. Tell me what you can about the symbiote.
0: That's terrible, that is. You put faith in people. <laughs> She's never gonna talk.
2: What about the tests?
1: We have a couple of leads, but nothing definite yet.
2: We're running out of time.
1: I know. We may have to move the implantation ahead of schedule.
0: Oh. And there we have uh, the symbiote from the Jaffa that they uh, captured in Russia. It all falls into place.
4: Yeah, it's quite... It's not fully mature, though, is it?
0: It looks pretty uh, well along. Got its fins and its, uh, you know, little mane.
4: Sure, we don't have Teok with a generically suitable staff weapon to shoot it.
3: I acquired a piece of merchandise from the Russians and sold it to Zedatron.
4: What? A
3: symbiote. What? On their second mission back when their gate was active, the Russians ran into a group of Jaffa.
1: I read that report.
3: What the report didn't say was that the Russians managed to take one of the Jaffa alive. They've held him in custody ever since. Yeah, and you gotta love those guys. The Russians or the Jaffa? Both,
0: actually. Mayborn's admitting that sold yes. the symbiote for $3 million, but has nothing to do with Sam. How did they get to the figure of $3 million?
4: He just probably picked, a, plucked the ridiculous figure off the top of his head. Carter once had a symbiote inside her and lived to
3: talk about it. How do they know that? I don't know. I also don't know how they found out about me and my connections. But when people offer you three million dollars, you don't ask too many questions. Why not? Believe me, Jack, I never thought it was going to come to this. What did you think was going to happen? In the right hands, a symbiote could lead to all kinds of medical breakthroughs.
0: What, you're a humanitarian now? <laughs> <laughs> Mabel loves yeah. it as well.
1: <laughs> Actually, that overwhelming desire to shoot you has come back.
3: But you still need me, Jack. Why? because I know the name of the doctor who took delivery of the symbiote.
0: Can you imagine if these pair teamed up full-time like Mayborn suggested, what they couldn't do together?
4: Mm, I think about three months in, Jack really would shoot him. <laughs> so the guy I went walking with last week, he's fine and small doses, it's been more than two days, and you do get overwhelmed and just to shoot him.
0: <laughs> Yeah, you start noticing all the uh, craggy rock falls on the path <laughs> you are walking like, no one's a bat, is he?
4: Oops, ah! Actually, we encountered someone veritably jogging down the path with a baby in a papoose. Oh, dear. I said, oh, how old is it? She barely looked like she'd broken sweat, and she was at least eight miles in from the other direction. I said, oh, how old is the baby? Oh, it's eight weeks, and I'm thinking, God, she's disgustingly fit.
0: (laughs) Once again, Tom, not highly uh, familiar with computer technology.
4: Hmm. You know, we make a pretty good team,
3: Jack. Shut up. I'm just saying, if you ever get tired of the SGC, you could make more money than you ever dreamed of. Hey. G. Gordon, don't give me another reason to shoot you. All right? <laughs> I'm in.
4: And there's Adrian Conrad.
3: Adrian Conrad's medical file.
4: Hmm. Yes, and he prints the file. On. Um... That's a HP printer. I recognize it. It
3: would
2: appear Adrian Conrad is in the late stages of an extremely rare disorder known as Burchard syndrome. It's a condition that affects the immune system, leaving the body vulnerable to a host of diseases. And there's no known cure.
1: Except the healing powers of a gold symbiote. The only way that would work would be through implantation.
2: Well, they may be studying the symbiote, trying to isolate and artificially reproduce its healing properties.
1: Major Carter's experience with Jolmer would make her a valuable source of information.
4: Does that even exist? I'm not sure. I can't ask Google
2: Well obviously we've been researching this for some time sir Even with unlimited resources I'd be greatly surprised if they came up with the answers quickly And if they're trying to save this man's life They're running out of time
0: This is the briefing room meeting Where they actually tell the audience what's happening now (laughs) Just in case we haven't figured it out
2: He must be in some kind of a hospital Or well-equipped facility
1: Saint Good guess, Janet Oh, Daniel, light bulb I was checking out the holdings of that numbered company Saint Christina's it's a hospital in the suburbs of Seattle that's been shut down for a couple of years.
0: When you start watching the show regularly, you do see the pattern. The briefing room before, the briefing room during, and the briefing room after.
1: <clears throat> a jet will be prepped and ready to go by the time you get to the airport.
4: Yes, it's a real disease. Is it? Oh, Christ.
0: I suppose you might as well go for authenticity while you're at it.
4: Sometimes called Beckett syndrome, Morbus Beckett or Silk Road disease, a rare immune-mediated systemic vasculitis that often presents mucous membrane ulceration and ocular involvements. It can also involve visceral organs such as the gastrointestinal tract, pulmonary, musculoskeletal and neurological systems. Syndrome can be failed due to ruptured vascular aneurysms or severe neurological complications. Lovely. Brought to you by Wikipedia.
1: <laughs> Security.
4: Major Carter's missing. She can't have gotten far. Oh, she's gone. That looks like a toy walkie-talkie from Toys R Us.
0: <laughs> Whatever works. So, Daniel was right. This is St. Christian's. Hmm. A.K.A. Riverview Mental Hospital. Yes, that's what happens when you wear hard shoes. You can hear you coming. Yes. <laughs> yes! In the face!
4: <laughs> Generic agent. Take the gun. She doesn't look very kind of vulnerable without a uniform, though.
0: Convenient. Lots of exit signs. Damn you. door locked. <laughs> Isn't it? Not, not very good for an exit, is it, really, when you think about it?
3: The exits are sealed,
0: Major.
2: Who are you? What the hell am I doing here?
3: My name is Adrian Conrad. You're here because of me.
2: Back off or I shoot him.
0: And there we have him. Yes. This is supposedly the mastermind, the bad guy, but obviously he's in serious distress. Mm. But he's got
4: minions.
1: Please, Major Carter, if you put the gun down, there's a very good chance we can both
4: live. I said that to somebody in uh, the that they are external phone consultants. I knew him, I didn't know the guy with I was like, Gordon, minion? (laughs) (laughs) Didn't react well. I suppose nobody likes being called a minion, either they are. No.
0: (laughs) Oh, well, good try, Sam. But somehow I don't think they'll be strapping you down this time.
4: No, this time the handcuffing out to the damn thing. <laughs> you know, you think you could afford a better wheelchair? Well, it's, it's
0: electric and it's got a little joystick.
4: I've seen better ones. I've seen ones which have the triple wheel system which enable them to climb stairs and stuff. I'm sorry
3: about this, Major.
1: <coughs> but I've run out of options. What now? My immune system has been destroyed. The damage is... <coughs> Irreversible.
2: I don't care what's wrong with you. Nothing gives you the, the right... The
1: human race has progressed to where we are today because of men who broke the rules and risked everything, most often because they had no choice. The only thing that can save me is an alien symbiote.
4: He's always a suitable bloodshot, I'm assuming, the context.
1: How
2: do you know about that?
4: We know about the Stargate.
3: Everything.
2: Well, then you must also know that a symbiote would leave you a prisoner inside your own body.
4: That's why we're
1: working on a way to have it removed. And you're the key to that.
2: It's beyond our current medical science.
4: The guy go with the glasses, like, looking sort of generic evil doctor? Unfortunately, yes.
2: That was different. The symbiote made a conscious choice.
4: Maybe so, but
1: the process you went through could provide us with the answers we're looking for. You can't deny being able to extract a symbiote from a human host would be a monumental breakthrough. Ooh, that was a shiver of delight, wasn't it?
2: People have been working toward that end already.
1: Maybe they are quite desperate enough.
0: <coughs> you've still got a little sympathy with the other doctor who hasn't done anything particularly evil except watching, calling the guards. He's softly spoken, but when you think he's the sort of person his neighbours say, he was such a quiet man after he's hacked a dozen prostitutes up or something. But the other one's got a decidedly creepy vibe around him. Ooh, he doesn't sound well. I suppose if you've got that sort of money he's got, then you will re- literally try anything, even something as crazy as this. <laughs> You think about it, he probably has the resources to get involved with this at an official level and get samples of mm-hmm. Sam's blood and the information he could use.
4: Yeah, but he doesn't want it.
0: We're running out of
1: time. We're going to have to proceed with the implantation.
2: You can't. We put that thing inside and we may never get it out.
1: We'll find a way.
2: Even if you do, you don't know if the healing process will have a lasting effect.
1: We're reasonably sure once the symbiote cures the
0: disease. This set was actually constructed on the, the hospital grounds.
4: Hmm. A lot of equipment.
0: Yeah, they said the scene dresses, you know, went crazy.
4: Including the machine that goes, ping!
2: <laughs> Adrian, you can't do this. Please. It's my only chance.
0: Lots of ultraviolet light. Actually works very well.
4: And random LEDs. Well, if you look in
0: the background, you've got the initials BG. Yes, I see that. Bill Geraghty, who is following DeLuise's role in putting his initials on screen.
4: <laughs> yeah, well, he puts his initials, DeLuise puts himself.
0: Didn't spot that until I actually listened to the commentary and they actually talked about it. Okay, now it looks mature. And it will CGI gold. They thought about using the eel for some of the long shots, but mm. changed
1: the mind. I cover the exits, wait for my signal. And somebody watch that guy. Oh, come on, Jack, this is my fault. Let me try and help fix it.
4: So you can kindly explain to us what SWAT stands for? Special Weapons and Tactics. There you go. Then you used to watch SWAT in the old days? No, I didn't. I know it was a <laughs> movie with Colin Farrell in it.
0: Yeah, I watched a TV series back in the day.
4: Alan oh, Farrell is by all accounts a gobshite yes we know I have friends who've walked with him and have confirmed that he is a gobshite <laughs> great worry in the chest apparently I assume the synergy the has guy in they haven't bothered with the uh...
0: yeah well it was probably twenty thousand dollars that they didn't need to spend
4: oh, he's gonna open and yep there we go
1: he's stabilising
0: of course the guys you cannot trust anything this guy says anymore I hope yep. you know that I mean, the bad access to all the uh, paperwork about the yeah. the world and the symbiote. So they, they must know yeah. that this is a bad guy now. Yeah. You see, the uh, gears already turning.
2: How do you feel?
3: The pain is
0: is gone. <laughs> We're going to need to run a full set of tests. You know, yes? from some angles, the evil doctor looks a bit like uh, Michael C. Hall. With glasses. Can you see that, or is that just me?
4: I'm trying to remember who Michael C. Hall played. Dexter. And the severe hair. Oh,
0: yeah, he's a bit older.
2: How long are you planning to leave him this way?
1: We don't even know what
4: kind of effect it's
2: I don't give a damn. Get that thing out of him.
1: We have a bit of a problem in that area.
2: What are you talking about?
1: Major Carter's test results clearly indicate that she holds the key to a safe extraction process. That's good. Unfortunately, we know just enough to know the answers are there... We just can't get them. <laughs> yes, we can put it in, are we got
4: bullets at Hey! Not usually an issue with things that Blokes put in. Ultimately necessary.
2: What does that mean?
4: It would require direct examination
1: of her brain tissue. <laughs> <laughs> Do whatever
2: it takes.
0: You can say they both like that. <laughs>
4: I think the younger guy is a little less cynical and more sort of...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now, this actually does look like a normal NHS waiting room.
4: Yes, but, well, unless Obama has his way, America doesn't have NHS. Can I help
1: you? Yeah, I need to see a doctor. I think I just electrocuted myself. You're going to have to go somewhere else. I have insurance. (laughs) I like this This hospital is closed. I said, I think I just electrocuted myself. Do you have any idea what that feels like? No.
4: Something like that. (laughs) Something like that. Very casual with that, wasn't he?
0: Tilk could have taken care of the other guy. Daniel really didn't need to. Tilk actually was
4: pretty cool with the hat. Oh, he pulls the hat off. Oh, yeah. Yes. That's a good look for Tilk. He could do the whole sort of noir detective (laughs) thing. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Jack immediately vanishes leaving uh, Mayborn to handle the, the guy with the gun. He's
4: got a fight checks on. What are you doing here?
0: <laughs> oh nicely done.
4: Didn't he rest his hand briefly on the your man's back?
0: Probably just to let the, the stunt man know he was there and he were coming. Hmm. Touch your back, count to three, and go down. <laughs> Mayborn grabs a gun. Off he goes. Come on, Jack
4: <laughs> Yes.
0: I know this has been hard on you, Diana. I'm sorry.
2: I just want you to get better.
0: I am better. I can feel it. Don't trust him, love. Don't trust him. If you just let me out of these restraints, I could show you. We know you're going to, but don't don't do it. I can't do that. I've been cooped up in hospitals for the last six months.
3: All I want to do is go outside and breathe some fresh air.
2: But you have that thing inside you.
3: It's not controlling me. I'm controlling it. Can't you tell? Diana, please... You don't have to kill Major Carter. I'm fine. Everything's going to be okay.
2: I wish I could believe you.
3: Look at me. You know me better than anyone in the whole world. I did this for you. So we could be together. Just let one hand go. So I can touch your face.
0: Yes, and kill you and take over the world. Oops, sorry
3: I
4: say that aloud? So, I can touch your face. <laughs> yes. And squeeze it a little. Well, the area below your face. <laughs> those are such 80, that's such an 80s haircut.
0: Which is surprising since it's uh, made in the year 2001. <laughs> I say, it's not big ear 80s, so we should be thankful for that at least. Mm-hmm. It's not sort of a van of an eyebrow 80s. I don't know. He's working his magic. There are benefits to being implanted and hitting your stride straight away. Mm-hmm. Genetic memory comes in handy. Yes, this can't be good.
4: No. That's balance.
0: balancer. It's nice to know that you get a good standard of minions.
1: Mm. Right now! Don't even fool around! Look down!
0: That's timing, Jack. That's time. <laughs> Come over here.
1: I'm facing the wall. You alright? Yeah. Very
2: dramatic, thank you. You bet. Keys for the cuffs are in his pocket.
0: Kill the highly attractive woman, who's also an Air Force officer, works in a secret project.
1: All hell break- Daniel, we got Carter, she's okay. That's good, I think we have another problem though.
0: Although, you'd have thought them had taken a Zack gun as well, just in case.
4: Mm.
0: Yes, lads, you're in trouble now. Because they've unlocked Sam. That's why you're in trouble. Forget the police. Slow pan down. Mm-hmm. Conrad's gone and, oh dear, poor Diana.
4: Yes.
2: They put it in Adrian Conrad to cure him. They thought they could use me to find a way to remove it.
1: Good to go?
0: Yes, sir. Uh,
1: um, do you stay here and watch these guys? That's fine. you will be here when I get back, right?
3: Oh, yes, sir.
0: <laughs> Optimistic, jerk. Look, Harry. Yeah. Picture of innocence.
4: <laughs> Please.
0: <laughs> oh yes, Jack, I'll be here.
4: That's innocent of the body of 1970s Arnold Schwarzenegger.
0: <laughs> Daniel, do take the upper levels?
4: Did it kill just because it could?
0: I think it killed because it could, yes. And ultimately it wanted art so it had the silencer. And now we get a surprisingly long scene where not a lot is said, hmm. and quite frankly, not a lot happens.
4: You know, Jack, with the gesturing.
0: And they make no bones about it, the fact that the episode eventually run a bit short, so they had to pad it out a little. <laughs> Hence, all this running about, and stairwells and whatnot in the hospital.
4: Still like Noir Teok. Can't you just see him in a jazz bar with a cigarette? <laughs> we was just actually commenting on Team Wolf last night. The guy who plays the Hale went to the Teok's skill of Acting. You know, just stand there and stare moodily into camera.
0: <laughs> He's got the profile for it, though, hasn't he?
4: There's this comments like, it's the TX skill of acting. There's one class. <laughs> teaches it himself. Just stand there and stare stoically into camera. Don't say anything. It doesn't matter if we don't have any lines. Just emotion.
0: If you notice the 360 cam shot, something that William likes, and we've seen that in his other episodes.
4: Generically sort of uh, uh we're down into the bowels of the building. Yes. With an exit sign. All hospital...
0: Well, yeah, all hospitals have these creepy uh, steam-filled corridors and dark.
4: To be honest with you, most large buildings do. Walked in a six-storey building in the centre of Dublin, we would file rooms down in the basement, and they were the whole, literally like this. Yeah. All those heating vents and stuff have to go from somewhere, and the boilers are usually in the basement.
0: They wet all the corridors down to give it this uh, kind of reflective look, which works very, very well.
4: Oh, yeah, certainly Creepy. That's a nice dissolve from the uh, torch shining into a camera to the sun that's yeah. flare.
0: We say it a lot. The production and photography of this series is top-notch.
4: you ever seen an episode of VR5?
0: Uh, yes, when it first aired over here. Yeah. Laurie Singer, wasn't it? And uh, Giles.
4: Yes, actually the episode of Doctor Who we watched last night had Anthony Stewart head in it.
0: I thought you were... Oh, you're watching the recent ones first, aren't you? Yes. You're not going to subject from the beginning until she's got the mad system.
4: Well, no, she doesn't get to watch it from the beginning until she gets her hand or her, her disc oh.
0: stuff on it. of course, yeah. You know, there is something called the internet these days.
4: Yeah, she only got one May pipe. Oh. <laughs> and it is 143 gig. Uh, postal service? I could, but, oh wait, we've got enough stuff to watch to keep going. That is true.
0: Riverview Mental Hospital. Of course, this abandoned sanitarium has been used for all sorts of shows. Supernatural? Yeah, Supernatural's been shot here. X-Files, Smallville... Forty four hundred, fringe.
4: Well that's the mental hospital I seen from Supernatural season one, I think.
0: I don't know which episode. Because we're not very far into season two. It's so popular that's all it's used for these days as a filming location.
4: <laughs> so it's allowed to get dilapidated to a certain extent and then stop.
0: Yeah. Again they said in the commentary, the walls have been painted so many times, inch thicker different coloured paints.
4: Somebody's gonna have to go to a blowtorch. You want them black and decker paint stripper things?
0: Start at the top and work your way down, and we'll, we'll be back in a year to see if you finished.
4: We'll pay you per square inch. Mean. Flickering exit, sir.
0: He's got him, Jack. You've got him. Where are you going? Dialogue. About time. Hmm.
1: Shoot me, and you'll kill the host. Don't make me.
0: Oh, Babylon 5 flashback. <laughs> Now is that Mayborn? No, it's
4: not. No, it's not. It's someone even worse than Mayborn because he hasn't even got a beard. You want to live? You can't tell it's evil. (laughs) You come with me. Did you note Simmons' homage to uh, Terminator there? Come with me if you want to live. Yeah.
0: Now, did Simmons know this was happening all along or was he kinda of tipped off by Jack?
4: No, I'd say he probably approved it.
0: What, kinda of facilitated putting all the blocks into place to let Conrad take the fall?
4: Mm-hmm. NOD would give the back teeth for a one well, of symbiote.
0: Oh nicely done. I mean Sam the, the professional soldier, covering all the exits before actually tending to Jack, a man she actually has feelings for.
4: Mm-hmm. But he's wearing a fact jacket. Eh?
0: Yeah, but she didn't know that, did she?
4: Well, you can tell from looking at his back the sort of rectangular shape underneath the clothes.
1: Oi. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sir, are you okay?
1: <laughs> I've been shot,
4: Carter. i shot. I will, vest. yeah.
0: <laughs> i been shot in the arm, where the vest doesn't cover. <laughs>
4: You'll be
3: fine. Help's on the way. I'm not kidding. They should put sleeves on these things.
2: Did you see who shot you? No. Hang in there,
1: sir. I can't believe the son of a bitch shot me.
2: Well, we don't know for sure that it was Mayborn.
0: True, son, but in Jack's mind, it was Mayborn. <laughs> Especially the fact that he wasn't where he was supposed to be after the fact. And he had a gun. Better they may have dropped the ball.
1: May? May have? The FBI and Interpol have been
0: alerted. <laughs> Jack's not happy.
2: Bottom line is, there's a gold
0: out there somewhere. <laughs> Bottom line is, you saved my life. Stop the rest, Jack.
4: <laughs>
0: my hero. The
4: fish are then shot. Yes, he likes his.
0: <laughs>
1: Evil. Evil.
4: Yes. Where's the bowls with fire in them? Yes. You know?
1: I expect better treatment than this. Well, right now you have no choice. But once you start delivering on your end of our little bargain, I might be able to move you to better accommodations. You cannot offer anything equal value to the knowledge I possess. I'm not so sure about that.
0: They do like their puffy cushions and frillies.
4: Interesting, you know, for all the girls gay or something, because you never see slave girls.
0: Poffers had plenty of concubines.
4: Yeah, but none of the others do.
0: Well, that's one of the... I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Most of the system lords we do meet have been in those hosts for a long time, so you assume that's the preference. Other mm. times we see they regard themselves as male in female hosts and vice versa, so you really don't know what the hell's going on.
4: Story of life.
0: <laughs> that was Desperate Measures interesting episode for what
4: it tells us but overall yeah well it's that's one we're definitely going to see again oh yeah very much so I mean there's, there's other ones where they've left it as a possibility but this that closing scene tells you we're bringing these characters back
0: oh yeah they've uh, gone out on the ledge and really got to follow through I imagine the scripts were already written before they signed off on this one an actual kind of mini arc within this season there's
4: much of the season left
0: yeah we're only halfway through Episode 11, there's 22 in this season. Sorry, I was thinking Sanctuary, which only has 20. Surprising, long way to go, actually. It's about time I started putting together a vote for Season 5, in fact. Indeed. In fact, yeah, by the time this episode gets released, the poll probably will be ready, in fact. God, how many times am I going to say in fact in two minutes?
4: <laughs> that used to be a catchphrase of our ex-corrupt T-Shock, Bertie. <laughs> yes. Generic sort of things would say like, in fact. Uh, it was a kind of a prequel It was sort of a sentence opener. Federal operative, severe, criminal. Didn't even have time to read it.
3: <laughs> Come try ya!
4: That were Desperate Measures. Now that we finished and debated as many episodes are left in the season. Next week's is Warhol Extreme. A mysterious ship is hurtling towards Earth, and the key to stopping it lies with Marty, the alien who is producing a new sci-fi TV series called Wormhole Extreme. But due to his amnesia, Marty has forgotten not only how to stop the ship, but also he lived through the wormhole experience himself. As Blob, go—that's actually too awful.
0: Well, and this was one of those episodes. Really, they didn't have to try. It was the end of the episode. People were going to watch it regardless. As it turned out, they were creative, but uh, what we thought about it, we'll leave till next week when we have guests
1: on a special Stargate SG-1 imagine if someone turned the Stargate program into a TV program
3: cut perfect okay print everything
1: featuring alter egos of each team member well that looked familiar it's up to Colonel O'Neill to find out why so you just made it up Never ask a writer where he gets his ideas. When Stargate SG-1 goes Hollywood. You know what this show needs? A sexy female alien. There's no telling what's real. This isn't a real show. What's alien? Aliens off the set! And what will happen next? They're just about to shoot the big finish. Until someone says, That's a wrap! Richard Dean Anderson stars on a special Stargate SG-1.
0: Now watched Stargate the movie. The actual theatrical release last night for another podcast.
4: Yeah, I saw you check in. Another mm-hmm. podcast? Another podcast. Oh, listen to you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Who podcast, here we come.
4: Yeah, well, that's what I'm actually creating myself. God <laughs> knows, I'll have to. I'll have to edit it. I was tempted to involve you just so I could...
0: <laughs> yeah, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Well, worth a try.
0: The beauty, though, is if you're talking about a subject on the fly, then they're very easy to edit because you just, basically, you listen to it and you get a bit of dead air, chop that out. And, you know, when we do the wrap-up, that's a doddle to edit compared to this sort of style we do now.
1: Just say the word. Open the iris.
0: Okay, then, we have some feedback, mainly from the Facebook group, so let's jump right on in. Miles, in response to uh, our 2001 episode, I particularly like this episode because it was a follow-up to 2010. We got to see Daniel and Tilt do some detective work on what the Ashen did to the planet and see Ambassador Faxon. In the end, Faxon was a decent guy who had to make at least, as far as we can tell, the ultimate sacrifice. Will this be the last time we see the Ashen and Faxon? I replied. Expanding on previous episodes and stories, I believe really can pay off big time, both for the creativity of the writers and the long-term viewers. With only two seasons left and major changes to cast and arcs, then it's doubtful you'll ever know. Miles posted, well I'm sorry I had to do it. I had to give Stargate SG-1 a break. After eight seasons in, I just felt compelled to watch something else. So I watched the first episodes of Stargate Atlantis. Really like what I saw so far. I guess at this point in both series, they are running concurrently with each other. Season 8 is a pretty good place to take a break, given its finale and the changing cast, I said. SGA is different, but more of the same, and more youthful and fresh, if you know what I mean. Daniel chimed in. 9 and 10 are the best, I think. Sorry, RDA. Jennifer posted. Yeah, I think that's generally when SGA first started. I love that series too. I really liked Dr. Weir. She also kind of reminded me of Captain Janeway, just in how strong she was. And also, it was a little hard, even though as much as we loved two characters in Farscape, seeing them on that show and the fact that Ben Browder and Michael Shanks looked so much alike, and I hated it when Shanks wore that beard to give him a different look. And after he shaved it, I didn't mind it. It's always weird when they started to change the cast like that. But Audier was still around occasionally, and I liked that they made him the commander in General Hammond's role. But if they had to go that way, it worked out well enough in the end. Luke posted, I had never seen Farscape. Ben Browder and Chloe Black came on to SG-1. I guess that helped me see them as not Farscape characters, but just as new SG-1 characters, and gave them time that others have. I replied, yeah, I can see the advantage in viewing them as new characters and not typecast from their days on Farscape. I guess that is always an issue when casting actors who have a following in the same genre of programming. For the record, I had no issues with either Ben or Claudia, though I do think the wholesale changes for Season 9 took a while to find an equilibrium." balance Jennifer posted see I am guess I'm the type of person that did like them right away especially when Claudia Black first appeared she was funny and kick butt she came on first in season 8 at Prometheus Unbound it was nice seeing her and kind of gave us a second chance to see those great actors again sort of made it a cool fictionary crossover with these two shows I liked it very much I replied the scene which eventually ended up with uh, straddling Daniel while stripping is still one of the best and funniest from the series Jen yeah very true who wouldn't want to do that to Daniel I mean Lol oops, did I say that? Adriana, yes, ma'am. Sign me up for that amusement park ride. Oop, oh, I mean, a hell. Let's face it, Michael Shanks, Daniel Jackson, is hot. Jennifer replied, yep, laugh out loud. I sigh every time I see him. He's still a cutie. Posted in response to Jen, did you spot him in Red Riding Hood? She replied, yes, I did. Too bad he had such a short part. I almost wish he could get his own series, because I absolutely love seeing him as Hawkman in Smallville as well. I wish he had a better part in Supernatural. So It's great to see any of those actors in any capacity we can get them. Also, there's one of those things that I loved about Farscape, that they use actual people and puppets, I think even from the Jim Henson company. I was surely missed in Star Wars 1, 2 and 3. Miles posted, That was my first intro into Claudia Black, and well, I'm kind of taking a shine to her. The British accent is a bonus. In the new thread, Miles posted, Okay, I should have been more clear about me being a fan of Amanda Tapping. The truth is, I've become a fan of her since season 1. One watches Stargate for any length of time, one will find they're a fan of Amanda Tappings and the rest of the cast in short order. I replied, impossible not to like the cast in its entirety. Perhaps just a touch more so than SJ and SGU. Adriana said, lol, I just got done listening to 2001 and the feedback section where we talked about this. Now I can't wait for Wormhole Extreme to come out. Thomas replied, I totally agree. I was not expecting that, then boom, it was me. Laugh out loud. If you want to read this feedback in its entirety, visit the Facebook group, the Gatecast. There are a few more threads there as well, including some that don't directly relate to the podcast itself, but are Stargate related. That's it for the feedback this week. Till
4: next time.
3: Come
4: Hi folks, and thanks for listening, downloading, etc, etc, etc. If you need to email us, the email address is gatecastpodcast at gmail.com If you need to find the podcast, somebody gave it to you, you got it through an online subscription. We're on iTunes as Gatecast. We're also listed on Podcast Alley and Podcast Pickle. If you want to leave feedback, you can record an MP3 and email it to gatecastpodcast.gmail.com. You can also leave us feedback on the website, that's gatecast.phasecast.com. There is the Facebook group, which is The Gatecast. And finally, you can also tweet us, we're Gatecast on Twitter as well. Thanks very much for listening, and hope to hear from you next week. That's pretty much it. Thank you for downloading, thank you for listening, and now a rather hungry face who hasn't had breakfast yet is going to go downstairs and eat something.
0: Yep. Thanks for listening, folks. Next week, Wormhole Extreme. See you then. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to GateCast, presented by Alan, Mike and Scott. Visitors at GateCast.FaceCast.com